Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And today it's Zine Thursday. And the zine I'm going to look at today is, well, it's the Ashcan edition of Through the Void. Designed by Tony Vicinda, art by Alex Mitchell and Roger Thorne, edited by Jarrett Crater, layout by Johnny Isorenda. I believe I pronounced that correctly. I probably did not. Hopefully I didn't butcher too many names there. So um, I was, uh, I saw that uh, Tony Vicinda uh, is uh, from plus one EXP and he had put something out looking around for some folks to, to check out his zine and, and maybe review it and whatnot. I figured I'd try to do one on zine Thursday. So uh Responded to that, and I, I got this neat little copy of Through the Void. It's a science fiction role-playing game. The cover is pretty neat. It's just solid black with a with a skeleton astronaut floating floating across it. I, I'm a fan of the skeleton astronauts. The art style is pretty neat. Uh, it looks very hand-drawn, although I'm not certain if it is. And at the very bottom, there's a, seems to be a distant planet floating away in the in the void. 30 pages here. I'm a, I believe this is a truncated version of a larger book that's going to be coming out in the near future. When you open up, you get your table of contents and there's some more, some more, uh, there's a, a full page spread of art there. It reminds me of the old Ninja Turtles style. If you remember the Eastman and Laird Ninja Turtles and stuff like that, some of those comics from that era of the 80s and early 90s that were more independent comics, things like that. It kind of reminds me of that style of art there. The first thing that it presents us with is the character sheet. I believe that the rules themselves are look like they're almost part of this character sheet. So that would be an easy way to, if you took the two pages, page three and four, and just Xeroxed them front and back, you'd have a little handy reference as well as the character sheet itself. And everything's printed on there. You first start off by choosing your specialty. And there are four specialties, Recon, Tech, Medic, and Merc. And under each one of those, you have abilities. Now, you choose two points in any combination of specialties, it says. So I'm assuming that means you can take medic twice as a, like a level two medic or tech twice. Or you can do like level one recon, level one merc. And you can choose one of the abilities or two, however many levels you have, I believe, is how many abilities that you can choose that fall under that. And that's all listed there on the sheet. So for example, the Merc gets tactics, rapid attack, tactical maneuver, micro missiles, combat reflexes to choose between those, which one it is that you're going to have. I believe you can grab more of those with advancement. It's kind of a point-based advancement system, but I think we'll get into that later. Uh, then you get into a background. It gives you a background. You select one use ability once per session. So your background ability, you can use once per game session. You get a Legion officer. I've seen this before. Gain critical knowledge. The Andromorph. I've got a mod for this. Use an implant to roll twice. Uh, and it's got two other backgrounds there you can choose. And then it does the inventory slots. Now the equipment's on the next page. And you can either roll or choose what what in what you have. So for inventory, it kind of kind of uh, lays it out by your body. You use your head, body, you know, weapon slot, a tool slot, and then an auxiliary slot. And then you have a few other inventory slots. I believe it's uh, six slots worth of items you can carry. 
I don't believe you start off with all six of those items. I think you're just starting with the head, body, weapons, tools, and auxiliary, but I could be wrong. The next page after that we go to is the ship sheet. Now, your ships have things like the, the hull. Here, I'll, I'll go ahead and just read it straight from the page. If the crew has a ship, there's probably a pile of duct tape junk and modules. Pick two modules on the list below for any combination of classes. Place them in slots one and two. Every ship has a basic engine, simple weapons, crew, and command deck that don't take slots. So they have like a battleship, a courier, a support ship, and an experimental one. And under it, it's got different elements that you can choose from, from that style or type of ship. Larger ships can have more, so it talks about improving a ship, the amount of money needed and necessary to improve, and it's got like ship frames, how much a ship can, can hold or whatnot. I'm not sure if the ship frame on this that you start off with, how much you can hold. I may have to reread to figure that out, but for the combat, you're, all of the roles seem to be player-facing in this game. Uh, this game in general seems to be very... Um, heavy on player autonomy where it encourages players to make up part of the lore and the rumors and things like that so the players are giving input into the adventures and what's going on so i'm imagining that as a dungeon master or as a warden or game master whatever you want to call it i'm not sure what they call it in here i i i, I didn't note that down <laughs> if i saw it i just grazed over it real quick so the combat you're going to roll a d6 not a four to six the crew goes first, so y'all go first. All of the roles are going to be done by players and not by, you know, the DMs not making any of them, which is something that's been popping up on a lot more games here recently, I've noticed. It's very, I think Black Hack may have done that. It was maybe the first place I saw that happening, but I'm not sure where it first popped up from. Moving along, you get the step into the void section. The void keeper rule. So it's the void keeper is, is the dungeon master. There we go. I picked it up. <laughs> So it gives you kind of a, a, a circle, a cyclical like procedure for play where you're going to Eternus and you're traveling in the void and then you go into the drift. The drift is a catch-all term for asteroid farms, old ships, planetary ruins, outposts, and other places drifting in the void. They are destinations for jobs, places for exploration. And it, it kind of gives you a structured way that you can deviate from, it seems to be say. But when it comes to the lore, the Void Keeper's rules, one of the first things is lore building. You ask the players rumors about the world and what they find on missions. And then the Void Keeper is going to roll to see how true that turns out to be. When to roll, player skill and creative use of items and abilities should be in place of rolling when possible. Let good ideas happen. Let me point something out about the player abilities are going to succeed a certain amount of times per day. So however many levels you have in that ability, that's how many times you just naturally succeed at doing that. It's just your job. It's what your ability is. It's what you're good at. Other people can attempt those things, but there's a chance of failure. And it seems like maybe you can attempt it more than that. But if you can do it too many more times beyond your level per day, you have a chance of failure if I'm reading that correctly. And then it gets into the advancement. Uh, your point system looks like you're going to be giving out about three or so, three to four points per session played, or maybe less depending on the, the docking action. It says uh, things you get a points for down here. Did you extensively explore someplace new? Did you survive a prime level encounter? Did you bring back essential supplies for a faction or NPC? 
Did you do something to improve the lives of your crew? So that's what you're seeking to do to gain experience, essentially. And uh, the points are you're the level you're trying. So it says add one point to any specialty by spending specialty level plus three experience. So whatever the specialty level is plus three more points, that's how many you have to spend to get a point. Additional ability in that specialty, you'll get an additional ability in that specialty. For every three points across all specialties, add one health. Certain missions may provide extra advancement benefits. If using full rules, use the docking action to reward experience. So there's full rules, and I don't think the full rules are included in the Ashcan edition. This is kind of a quick start, it seems. Now I'm going to move along to kind of some of the GM side or the, the meat of this is more so than the system itself is the setting. It gives you a couple places here, the Lunar Lab. It's neat, and one of its strengths is like uh, environment and exposure. It gives you all kind of descriptors. Uh, things like the air is dry and dusty, each room is breached into space, the moon is a giant skull. So it gives you very descriptive, interesting things to choose from and, and, and to pick through in these charts. You get the descriptions of the different things, the rooms, then you walk into them. And it kind of sections out what's in there. It seems like you can kind of piece together the experience is going to be different either every time you run it or for each table, it might vary a little bit because there's a lot to choose from. And then it gives you like rumors and loot section in there as well and it's all laid out on one page so if you're going to run the lunar lab which i'm looking at now you've got the map of the lunar lab you have the different sections just kind of written out in one line the void keeper chooses on what to place here so it'll it gives you some little little suggestions here because you trap blank or one elite blank and then you can look at all these different charts to start filling that out and making that a unique experience for you and the uh, the facility at, I think it's Yimmer 413, is also laid out in a very similar manner as well. I'm going to skip ahead because it has a meanwhile across the station, different places. It, 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 the Eternus Station. Now, the Eternus Station is a great big, I guess, space station. It's one of the few things left over. I guess there was some kind of horrible disaster that occurred some kind of cataclysmic event throughout space and time <laughs> it is said that even before the fall the etrn5 station hung in the empty space between sectors a bastion for all a beacon in the dark a hope for the lost the first part is true the rest maybe if you squint every time a ship pushes back from eternus the crew knows two things it will endure and it will not be the same. So what it is, is this gigantic space station that's formed of what looks to be like uh, circulating, rotating uh, rings. And I'm assuming that is what creates some sort of gravity within the station is the rotation of these rings. But you're going to section out and it gives you the whole thing of the ring segments, um, how to section them out, kind of how to run through it. It's going to change and you're going to get lost. There's like there like, like uh, sections where you can get lost and everything else in it and whatnot. And it kind of gives you the rundown of how to run the ring section almost. I don't, I don't want to say like a dungeon, but almost like a dungeon. But it's probably going to be more like a city encounter because it's a big populated area you're going to be going through. And there's the different segments of the rings that carry and have different things on them as well. You have the operations hub, the dock, the farms. You have all kinds of different sections that you can look at here that it lays out. And it gives you uh, enterprising individuals can be found solo skimming 
um, the different random things that you can find in the different section and different things like that. Even it also gives you prompts to ask the players because this is player driven. So, like, on we'll we'll look at one of these. Let's let's take a look at what the doc says. Ask the players, what is the name and look of the ship that just landed? What cargo is being unloaded? What repairs are underway? And it tells you some things that are for sale and stuff like that, uh, and that you can purchase and that are available in the dock. The next thing that it gives us in this is factions, and it lays out the different factions here. There's some sort of uh, old military faction that lays around. There's a really bizarre one, the no-brainers. It seems to be like bacteria or something. Free yourself from that wasteful bit of gray meat atop your shoulders. Listen to your genius ancestors, the bacteria that live in our holy guts. Trust the instincts that have served them for all time. The bacteria themselves, the actual heads of the organization, seek to turn Eternus into a farm of beings that will reproduce on into to infinity so that the bacteria will never be homeless. So there's this really weird bacteria faction that I found interesting. The Interplanetary Administration, the Administrative Bureau, the Andomorph Collective um, is a mix of biological and cybernetic andromorphs present present in an endless variety of shape, sizes, and configurations. Not everybody with cybernetic implants consider themselves an endomorph, and fewer still consider joining the collective. Um, in the back, it also gives you some events to work with. There's a lot here you could definitely run quite a few sessions with it. You get some NPCs that are spelled out, kind of explained to you, that are interesting to work with. Then there's a rumor table, and then some adversaries that are given a little bit more detail. You could definitely run quite a few sessions with this. I'm curious to see a larger edition, I believe, is what's coming out eventually. I'm, I'm 100% sure when that'll be. But keep on a lookout because I'm pretty sure there's more coming. <laughs> and you could definitely, like I said, you could definitely run quite a few sessions with just what's here. And it would probably be pretty easy to add on a stack to it. It's pretty rules light overall. It doesn't go too in-depth on the rule system. It gives you some basics to work with. And you go from there. That's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We can really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.